Welcome to Tigers in 20 Off the Boards, a Go Tigers 247 audio podcast hosted by lead writer Christian Fowler, where he brings you the latest interviews with players, top recruits, coaches, and more in both football and basketball across the city of Memphis and around the nation. Here is your host, Christian Fowler. All right, first thing, I'm going to start basic, but mm-hmm. first thing, this time of year, this is obviously your third year. How exciting is going into fall camp and into the season? I mean, anytime I can go on the field and compete uh, this great game, uh, it's, it's a blessing to me. Like, I love competing, playing the game, because, like I said, it can be stripped from you any time. You can get hurt any day. So I just approach every practice every day like it's like it'll be my last snap or it'll be my last practice. So, I mean, anytime I get to go out and compete with my teammates, uh, it's a good day for me. In your two years here, the defensive backfield has had a ton of injuries. Right. It's been more the, the defensive backfield, defensive line has gotten the most injuries. Um, but this year, it looks like on paper, you guys have probably the deepest yeah, unit y'all had. Mm-hmm. Brought in a ton of different guys, especially at the cornerback position. Right. So your mindset this year, knowing that you have depth, knowing that you have new guys, how is it different this season? Uh, it's different. Of course, we got a new D coordinator. I mean, but. Just making sure everybody on the same page, make sure everybody constantly in the playbook, uh, communication-wise, uh, make sure, like I said, just being consistent is, is one of our main uh, emphasis for this for this fall, uh, consistency. I mean, I feel like last year we had some games where we we looked very good, looked like number one defense, looked like lockdown defense we're supposed to look, look like, and then we had games where we give up 40, 30 points in the second half, like, you see what I'm saying? So uh, just being consistent uh, is the main thing. We're looking for bringing them young guys along, making sure they're in the playbook because they can get thrown in the fire anytime. Uh, you never know who's going to go down. I mean, just, just being ready when your name is called, basically. Coach Ball had multiple defenses. I think mm-hmm. we're going to see a lot of the same with Coach Fuller from everything right, right. we've heard. There's still multiple. Uh, but you do have your 4-3 base package, so mm-hmm. it is a little bit different. Right, as, right. as far as for you and coverage, um, you've played a lot of man, a lot of zone. It's what multiple defenses is. Right. Is there is it more centered toward one of the, one of the other this year, or well, is it still both? For me, for, since I play boundary corner, I mean, I'm going to be more pressed, uh, not playing a lot of off, hardly any off. I don't think I'll play off man at all. Really, and uh, Coach Fuller's defense. So I'm either pretty, I'm all in your face on the island. So uh, I, I like that. I mean, I, uh, that's why I'm more comfortable at press man in your face. You gotta earn it. So I, I was gonna say, I think I know your answer to this, mm-hmm. but how exciting is it for you to get to basically play bump and run or right. bump every play? I love it. I love it. Get my hands on the receiver every play, being in your face, making you have to come out and compete. Like, you got to be ready when you when you come play against me, especially when I'm pressed up because I'm going to be in your face all game. Is it easier for you, and I'm not trying to make you say if you're better at one or mm-hmm. the other, but is it easier for you to just jam somebody and then go with your coverage instead of trying to sit back in a zone and see what's going on and think about what's happening? I mean, happening? T- technically, it's, it's really harder to play – it's really hard to play press man because you don't know when the ball coming. At least when you off, you can see the the routes forming, you can read the quarterback eyes, and you can have a uh, indication of where the ball is gonna go. You press man, you got your back to the ball every time, so you just going based off the receiver, his hands, his eyes, and, and just stuff like that. So it's harder, but I mean for me it's easy because I mean I like I'm a I feel like I'm a very physical corner. Uh, I like to be in them trenches a little bit, so. Uh, if I can get my hands on you at the line, I feel like you ain't got no chance. So, I mean, just put me in my strengths. 
from from my perspective, from watching the game, mm-hmm. it looked like you did play a little more zone last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I played a lot of off, off off man off zone last year. I ain't that was probably the most off technique I haven't played in a long time. Cause my freshman, I didn't even play that much off. Is it so, so? Is it exciting for you to get back? You get to get back mm-hmm. to what to what you love and what you're used to. Is that exciting for you? I mean, it is. I mean, but. To also show everybody that I can do both, I mean, that it, it's good, too. I mean, I'm glad I had a whole year like that where I can show them my uh, techniques and stuff off, man. Then they can they can see, like, I can play bump, I can play off, I can play zone. You see what I'm saying? So, uh, I mean, it's cool. I just do what the coaches asked me to do, do it at, at 100%. So, I think last year after some of the games that you spoke about where, mm-hmm. you know, it would be a second-half collapse or you allowed more points than you wanted to or more right. yards than you wanted to personally, mm-hmm. uh, I think you did have a little bit of frustration last mm-hmm. year. And I think I think you spoke about it plenty of mm-hmm. times after games. And that's going to happen. It's right, football. Right. It's going to happen. But right. what are some of the things you can do, you know, as a unit with you being one of the leaders mm-hmm. – to become one of the best defenses, if not the best defense in the conference. Well, one thing I bring is experience. So, uh, as a guy who has played in back-to-back uh, conference championships, I know what it takes to get to that point. I know what a good, sound defense supposed to look like. Uh, how a good defense is supposed to communicate. Um, how a good defense is supposed to study, and how a good def- good defense is supposed to attack practice and practice every day. So, um, me. Being a being a hard worker that I am, I, that's that's one way that I feel like I can lead uh, by my actions by coming out attacking each practice. Like I said, like it's my last practice because you never know. So um, I can be more vocal, uh, bring like saying that I'm a veteran now, so I can be more vocal, bring those guys along with me. Like I said, um, and just being consistent, um, have the same mindset every day, uh, never go through the motions, have the same energy, high energy every day. Uh, as I come out and practice, and I feel like the guys will follow follow along with me. I mean, they respect work, so I feel like everybody respects work. So, I mean, that's one way I can lead by, by my actions and how I work. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is very interesting to me, and we've touched on it a little bit with the consistency as far as injuries Mm -hmm. in the defensive backfield. So when you don't have consistency, when you don't have the same four or five guys out there every week, is it more difficult to be on your A game because you're worried about communication or where this guy's lined up or who's going to do what they're supposed to do? That's why, uh, like, when I say bring got bring them young guys with us too, make sure they in their playbook because, like I said, they can get thrown in the fire uh, at any time. You got to be ready. You got to be ready to operate, get the call, and do your job full speed. Like, without – you don't got too much time to think. You see what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? Making sure – holding my team accountable, holding my defense accountable, making sure everybody knows their position and the whole – really the whole scheme. Like, because if you, if you know – what everybody else doing, you know what this man doing, all you know where your help coming from, uh, you know what routes to expect. I mean, you, you you take a lot of stress off yourself and the game will slow down for you as well. So, like, like I said, the main thing, the main emphasis is consistency, 
getting in that playbook because, I mean, we got a new D.C., so we got to we gotta get on it quick. I mean, time flying. So getting in that playbook and make sure everybody knows what they're doing, not just the ones and twos, everybody, because, like I said, you never know when your name going to be called. Though. When you take a look at NFL cornerbacks, mm-hmm. guys like Jalen Ramsey, Xavier mm-hmm. Rhodes, for some reason, a cornerback seems to be a position where the majority of players talk trash, right. and it's just part of it. And right. I know you're not shy about mm-hmm. talking because right, right, we right. obviously see you do it in practice and mm-hmm. everything. Do you feel like it adds a different edge to your game to be able to talk that noise? Mm-hmm. I mean, of course you do. But, some, like, I don't even – I don't really, like, talk as much in the games, though. Like, I, I be so locked in. I just be I just be ready to play. I mean, ain't, ain't too much talking going to be done. Ain't too much talking going to save you. So, like I said, I just I – just, I be hyped up. I get out there and play every snap like it's my last. So I mean, that's 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 what keeps my fuel running. That's what keeps me high energy and and just just so like being consistent with my energy and and stuff like that. So I gotta play it like it's like it's your last. So if DB is a consistent spot where mm-hmm. players tend to talk trash, right. wide receiver is probably the most hit or miss mm-hmm. spot where players talk trash because you the guys got guys that are going to be silent or they're right. going to be talking all game. talking all game. Exactly. Right. Right. So for you, and you don't have to name any names, teams, or be too explicit about it, mm-hmm. what are some of the craziest things opposing wide receivers have said to you? To tell you the truth, they don't even – I feel like they respect me, so they don't, they don't never just talk a lot. Like, they, if they talking, they talking about, like, the game. Like, yeah, good play or something like that. But last year, I ain't really just had too many – like receivers just talk trash to tell you the truth. Like they don't, they don't just talk. Did you have people coming after you your freshman year? People that had watched tape and knew that you were younger. Mm-hmm. They coming after yeah, you. Yeah, they tried. They tried to get in my head a little bit my freshman year, but it ain't, it ain't work. Like, so what's the work. dynamic? With did you just not let it phase you when people it say don't you're just phase me? Because I don't even worry about it. Like if you do say something out of place, like when the ball snap, you gonna feel me. So that's why I don't even be worried about none of that. Because we on the field. Like you can do all that talking you want. Like. You still gotta line up against me. You gotta beat me. See what I'm saying? So, like, like I said, I don't, I don't. When, when the leader part come in, like, that's, that's what I was talking about. I ain't gotta lead, but I don't have to be a vocal leader. I can lead by my actions. So, I mean, I don't have to talk. I don't do a lot of talking. I just play. Last question for you. I think over the past few years, uh, from fans and people surrounding the program, you've heard Memphis's defense is gonna take a step. Memphis's mm-hmm. defense is gonna take a step. Right. Is this the year when Memphis' defense takes that step and becomes one of the best in the conference? If we can all we can put it all together, I mean, like I said, we got great coaches, passionate coaches, and Coach Coach Fuller, Coach Russian, and the rest of the staff, and we got coachable guys. So um, when you put great scheme, smart 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 coach, passionate coach, great scheme with coachable players, and it's nothing but a tool for success. So that's what I'm saying. Like we just we just gotta take it one one day at a time, be willing to learn, willing to. Take coaching. I mean, of course, we're going to get yelled at a lot, but, I mean, like I said, just approach each day, taking one day at a time like it's your last. So that's what we're looking for, consistency. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tigers in 20 Off the Boards. If you enjoyed this interview, we would love for you to leave a comment and a rating wherever you download your podcasts. If you are interested in daily content all about the University of Memphis athletic program, please hop over to www.gotigers247.com. Articles are uploaded daily, and you can join the Go Tigers 247 family by signing up for the VIP membership for even more behind-the-scenes information.